0: Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. want to welcome all of our listeners once again to the program. Great to be together again to open up God's Word and study a little deeper how blessed we are to have this opportunity each day right here on Search the Scriptures. And you know, there are some uh, crazy, maybe we should say evil, things going on in our world right now, even in our own country. And we need to recognize that We're not going to solve the problems of evil and some of the abuses that people will take part in uh, against other people, abuses in morality, abuses in the form of violence and such. We're not going to solve those things just through civil law. We need to get back to God's Word, that has the answers. And as God's word, the gospel of Jesus Christ, can change people on the inside, then their actions will get better naturally. And as they live a different life, a godly life, they're going to influence other people toward that same godly life. Everybody? Of course not. But they'll have an influence. And as that spreads, then more and more people become influenced to a greater and greater extent. And it just kind of like a, a ripple through the water. It just spreads and spreads and spreads. That's the only real answer to turn our culture and our society and even the world away from the violence and the ungodliness, that, the evil that we see just seeming to, to permeate our culture right now. That's the only real answer to come back to God, to come to his word, to seek his direction, his wisdom, his guidance. And here on Search the Scriptures, we want to help you get that insight, help you see the advantages of following God through his word. We teach the Bible, and in teaching the Bible, we hopefully help you to grow in your faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. And as your faith in God gets stronger, then you should be coming closer to God. And ultimately our prayer is that you will make up your mind to come to Him through your Savior, the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, God's Son, repenting of your sins, confessing your faith in Him openly, surrendering to Him in baptism for the remission of your sins, and beginning to walk that new life in Christ, that life of having been born again with a new hope, a new direction, a new focus, one that is on God and getting to heaven, on serving God and living for him and helping other people see how they can improve their lives by turning to God. Our prayers are with you and our prayers are for you and our prayers are for this nation. Dennis Stackhouse, brother. It's good to be back again to open up God's Word and study a little
1: deeper. It is indeed, Gary, and thank you for this opportunity to join you today. And once again, I'd like to welcome all of our listeners. We're indeed very thankful that you've chosen to join us and pray that we will be all encouraged and built up as we study from God's Word together on this program. And I appreciate what you said in your opening remarks, Gary, about how evil really abounds throughout the world and you know especially as we think about our own society right now and it reminded me of a passage that's early on in what we refer to as our lord's sermon on the mount in matthew chapter 5 verses 13 through 16 jesus himself talked about the fact that his followers are to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world And when Jesus is saying that's what we are to be, he said, not like salt or not like light, we are to be salt and light. In other words, we're to have an influence upon this world, upon our society specifically, where we make a difference, where others can look at us and say, you know what? That person is different from the others I'm accustomed to seeing here. And when I think about that passage, Gary, I'm reminded. You know, we we readily recognize how the evil is permeating our society. But what would it be like without the influence of Christian men and women? Without that salt and without that light? I don't think we could possibly imagine how bad this society and this world would be were it not for Christian people who are trying to be the salt and the light that Jesus spoke of. So we certainly pray to God that each and every one of us who is seeking to live life as a Christian will take seriously what Jesus said. We are to be salt. We are to be light. We're to make a difference in this world and in the societies in which we live.
0: You're right, Dennis, and that ought to be a desire for each one of us. And it really ought to be a goal and a prayer. Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: We need to try to be the examples that God wants us to be. Yes, we do. And the world really, really needs it. (laughs) Yes. And that's not patting ourselves on the back or gloating or, you know, being haughty about, you know, we're Mm -hmm. better than somebody else. No. It's just simply saying we need to live that Christian life because Mm -hmm. the world needs to see Christianity in us.
1: Yeah we're simply trying to be what god expects his people to be
0: absolutely now and that kind of leads into our continuation of our study today on watch your step mm-hmm. in first john chapter 5 in verse 19 john the apostle wrote that the whole world lies in wickedness mm-hmm. according to the king james version or under the sway of the wicked one mm-hmm. new king james version yes both of those translations are talking about the same thing. They both get the point across just in little different words. And it's talking about how prevalent wickedness is in the world. Yes, it is. It's interesting that that was written almost 2,000 years ago. That's right. And so we, we tend, and I suspect in virtually every generation, the people of that generation tend to look around and say, boy, this is just, it, it's worse than it's ever uh-huh. been. Yes. And yet John wrote that almost 2,000 years ago. Exactly. And it probably could have been written almost 2,000 years before that. That's right. With just as much truthfulness Mm -hmm. and
1: application. Absolutely.
0: The fact that sin is in the world naturally brings forth wickedness. It does. When we're talking about sin and wickedness, essentially we're talking about the same thing.
1: Yes, we certainly are synonyms different words
0: referring to the same thing mm-hmm. and as we noted on any given day horrible acts of wickedness are committed all around the world
1: yes and again as you mentioned earlier they seem to be getting more and more common
0: some of the things that that we would would have looked at not that many years ago and i mean not very many years ago that seem to be more, as you said, more common, more prevalent right now. Back just a few years ago, we'd have been appalled. Well, Mm -hmm. we're still appalled, but it's getting to where we're just seeing it more and more.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely the case. Maybe we'll do a
0: series of lessons on the wickedness, the violence in the world right now, and the source of it Mm -hmm. in future program. Sure. Uh, That'd be a good study. Indeed. what we're talking about in this step, in this this uh, series, is because wickedness is so prevalent, because sin is all around us. We need to watch our steps. Yes, we do. As Christians, we need to be careful. We need to watch our step to not walk in the ways of the world and thereby share its destruction.
1: That's correct.
0: John said in First John chapter two verses 15 through 17, that this world's coming to an end, did not he? He certainly did. And he talked about the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life Mm -hmm. as as all being ways of this world.
1: Yes, that's right. And uh, he began that particular passage by instructing Christians that we are not to love the world.
0: This is not really where our home is, is Mm, it? Not at all. We're citizens of God's kingdom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now we live here mm-hmm. in our physical being, yes. but we're of God's kingdom. Yes, if we're if we're true Christians.
1: Yeah, Paul even refers to it in Philippians three, verse twenty, as Christians being citizens of heaven.
0: Yes, what a what a glorious thought that is. Oh, it I'm is. I'm telling you. Now. In a previous lesson, we look in a previous program in this series of lessons here. We we look made the point that we need to not enter the path of the wicked, mm-hmm. and that we need to not walk in the way of evil. Right. Proverbs four and verse fourteen, and we would do well to remember how many of us walked and lived before we became
1: Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because each of us, Gary. We were guilty of committing sin in one way or another, and even if we didn't recognize it as such at the time.
0: Yes. And some of us might say, well, I never did you know, what a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. Well, you were still lost in sin. Exactly. And okay, maybe some people were uh, more engulfed in some of the more violent,
1: mm-hmm.
0: sinful acts or more immoral, sinful acts, but... They were engulfed in sin, and so were you. Exactly. Jesus did not come to save saved people.
1: (laughs) No, he didn't.
0: (laughs) He came to save sinners. Yes. And that's all of us, Romans 3 and verse 23. Yes. So we need to not let ourselves be pressed again into the mold of the world Mm -hmm. after we have come out of that lifestyle Mm -hmm. and being baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins.
1: Yeah, in fact, in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, Paul indicated that we're to be transformed. You know, we're to develop that different mindset, the mindset which is focused on heaven and not on the earthly things around us. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh,
0: John, in 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, talks about how God is light and in him is no darkness at all.
1: Yes, indeed
0: talking about righteousness versus unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. And so we need to live in the light. In fact, God gave us his word to guide us in the light. Mm-hmm. Psalm 119, 105. That's right. My word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Yes. And so that's important. That's mm-hmm. important for us to understand. We need to put away wickedness. And we do that by receiving God's word and applying it properly to our lives, living by that teaching. In fact, James says in James 1, 21 and 22, that God's word is able to save our souls. That's right. And so we need to take that to heart. Yes. Now let's turn to Romans chapter 6 and verse 4. And uh, let's look at some of the walks that we need to take, or maybe some of the emphasis in our walk through life in this world. Romans 6 and verse
1: 4. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. We should walk in newness of life. Right. How do you explain that, Dennis? Well, maybe the simplest way to think of that, Gary, is to think of an individual who as we've been talking about, is guilty of sin. And through a study of God's word, they come to that realization. You know what? I, I am a sinner. I stand condemned before God. I want to do something to make things right. And so they decide that they're going to obey God's plan of salvation as given to us in the gospel. And culminating that plan of salvation is the point where one is baptized or immersed in water to wash away their sins. And as Paul pointed out here in Romans 6, verse 4, when one rises from that watery grave of baptism, they're a new person. They're walking in newness of life. The old person has died to sin. They're a new creation, according to 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17 they're pure, they're clean, they're justified before God. And they're in Christ. They're in Christ, exactly.
0: In Christ, Romans chapter 6 and verse 3. Yes. And so we need to make up our mind to walk in unison of life. Mm -hmm. And Dennis, I know you've seen it many times, I've seen it many times. You know, a lot of people, they do come to the Lord, they are baptized into him but then they fairly quickly stray away again.
1: That happens.
0: Back yes. into unfaithfulness. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of the problem there is they haven't really made up their mind mm-hmm. to walk the walk.
1: Sure. Yeah, and it it is a conscious decision that each one of us needs to make. It's It's not something we can take lightly and think, oh, you know, I'll do this today, tomorrow come what may. No, that's not the attitude we take toward it. We need to commit ourselves or, as the Hebrews writer put it, in Hebrews 12, verse 2, fix our eyes on Jesus. Yes, yes.
0: That's a great text. Fix our eyes on Jesus. Yes. Let's look at Galatians chapter 5
1: and verse 16. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So we need to walk in
0: newness of life in becoming a Christian, as you pointed out. We become a new creation. Right. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. Mm-hmm. We need to walk that new life. We do. Now, here, part of that walk and part of how we walk that new life is we walk in the Spirit. Yes. We walk in the Spirit. And somebody says, okay, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You walk by the teachings of God's Word. That's right. The, this, the Word was written down by men who were guided by God through the Holy Spirit to write it down as God's very word, 2 Timothy 3 and verse 16. Yes. And so as you live by the teachings of God's word, you're walking in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Now that's, again a simple understanding Mm -hmm. of what the phrase means. Sure. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 25, Paul goes on and he talks about the fruits of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. What does he say there?
1: But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against these there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit.
0: And so here, Paul largely defines what walking in the Spirit is. Again, back yes. in verse 16, he said, walk in the Spirit, mm-hmm. and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Well, what are the lusts of the flesh? Sinfulness, wickedness. Right. Mm-hmm. He goes through an extensive list of those kinds of of sinful practices and lifestyles in verses 19 through 21. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 22, he immediately puts the contrast out there, mm-hmm. and that's the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And notice that there's nothing miraculous about any of those.
1: No, there isn't.
0: The fruit of the Spirit, he's, he's talking about our changed life. Mm-hmm we have changed our life and so now our life exhibits love joy peace long suffering and so on mm-hmm. and then he says in verse 24 if we've come to Christ if we've been baptized into him we've crucified the flesh with its passions and desires in other words we've changed our lifestyle
1: we died to sin
0: we died to sin mm-hmm. And then he comes back and reemphasizes in the next verse, verse 25, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So mm-hmm. we read God's word, we understand those teachings. Paul says, walk by those teachings. Yes. Live by those teachings. Mm-hmm. Put those teachings into practice in your daily life. Mm-hmm. Now, in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, we look at another one of these walks or emphases of our
1: walk through life. There we read, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also loved us and has given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks.
0: So we are to walk in newness of life. Mm -hmm. We are to walk in the spirit. And here in this text, Paul says that we are to walk in love. Mm -hmm. And notice that he again identifies what that is with turning away from sin
1: yes in
0: verses three and four fornication uncleanness covetousness filthiness foolish talking all that he says you put that out of your
1: life Mm -hmm. yeah and it it all goes back to how paul started that passage in verse one by telling the christians you need to be imitators of god and boy you talk about a high calling
0: It is. It (laughs) is. That's That's quite a standard, isn't it?
1: Oh, it sure is.
0: And yet God would not ask us to do something and hold us accountable for doing that that was impossible for us to do.
1: That's correct. And in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1, Paul also reminded his readers they were to be imitators of Christ. Yes. Same thing. Yes. Now,
0: let's look at uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. And normally we'd go to a different passage here, but I want to come back to that in our next program, spend a little time on it. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7. Paul said, for we walk by faith, not by sight. So we are to walk in newness of life. We are to walk in the spirit by God's word. We're to walk in love and we're to walk by faith, Mm -hmm. not by sight. Right. Uh, the faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Right. And so we believe that God is, and we believe that Christ is our savior, Mm -hmm. and we believe these teachings of his in his word. Yes, indeed. We need to walk by faith. Mm -hmm. Now, let's look at Colossians chapter 1 and verses 10 and 11. And here is one more aspect of this walk that we are supposed to be living as faithful Christians.
1: That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long-suffering with joy.
0: So we are to walk worthy of the Lord Mm -hmm. to the best of our ability, actively serving him.
1: Correct. Correct
0: actively serving him,
1: mm-hmm. not
0: just talking the talk, but walking the walk. Yes. So here we've seen in Romans 6 and verse 4, we're to walk in newness of life. Mm-hmm. In Galatians 5 and verse 16, we're to walk in the spirit by God's word. In Ephesians 5, 1 through 4, we're to walk in love. In 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 7, we're to walk by faith And in Colossians 1, verses 10 and 11, we're to walk worthy of the Lord.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, in order to walk in all of these ways in faithfulness before God, we're going to have to watch our step. Absolutely. Going to have to watch our step. Mm -hmm. Now, I'd like for us to start next time with Ephesians 5 and verse 15, and that talks about walking in such a way as to watch our step. Mm -hmm. Our time is up for today, so we want to encourage you. Be sure to write down the information we're going to give you in just a moment as to how to contact us, and we'd love to send you a free Bible study through the mail that will help you learn how to watch your step and walk in the ways that God wants you to walk before him, the ways of godliness. The study is free, and we'll take care of the postage. You can even receive a copy of today's program on CD, again, for free and we'll take care of the postage. So jot down that information and then contact us right away.